Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from 4Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas, ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4 slash VTTGW to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Hey, what's up, Trash Talkers? Listen, it's impossible to fight, okay, if you don't know what you're fighting for. Does that make sense? Like, if you're in the dumps and you're, you know, you're struggling with mental health, things of that nature, it's going to continue tearing you down, all right? Because you're consistently trying to fight something, which is that demon, which is usually something from the past, right? Maybe that why needs to be fighting for your future. Let that be your why. Get the hell up and start fighting for your future. Stop fighting things that happened in the past. Easier said than done, right? Go seek help. It's okay not to be okay. A lot of people need to hear this. You are more of a warrior and a fighter if you stand up and say, hey, this has to stop. I need to go seek help. The stigma, everything has changed. It's okay not to be okay here is a firm believer in all men are created equal, but not all men live equal. That is why there's a certain select number of people in the DOD who decided to jump out of airplanes. And yes, we are better than you, 100%. Now, don't be the first triggered pansy to say, well, airborne's not relevant. You haven't jumped since World War II. Well, that's not accurate for one. And two, it's like having a jalopy or a 68 Mustang. Well, a 68 Mustang's no longer relevant. Doesn't matter. It's still a better car than yours. So take it easy this National Airborne Day and just accept that we are better than you. So two things for today's Honesty Cat. First thing, how do all my boys from the 101st feel knowing that the Army decided that instead of actually making you airborne, they would just create a whole new division that's airborne because you just aren't cutting it? It sucks. Thing number two, for all the folks who were like, oh, airborne is irrelevant, doesn't even matter. They're making a whole new division of just airborne people because they're relevant. Think about that. How's that feel? Does it hurt a little bit? I hope it hurts a little bit. This is the Veteran Trash Talk Hour, hosted by Nick, Dave, and Buddy. Real warriors making fun of other real warriors. Try to not get triggered. <laughs> what is going on, Trash Talkers? What is up, Gruntworks Nation? Welcome to episode 150 of the Trash Talk Hour. Special guest today is comic creator Steve. And as usual, I'm here with Buddy and Nick. Happy Saturday. Cheers, y'all. Yeah, you know, I, uh, yeah, buddy's going? muted. He's talking about something really important that we don't. Yeah, hear. I was just saying, yeah, just yeah, saying, I'm not, it, I'm it not green screen. Yeah. Like, uh, like you would think that this would be green screen, but there's bobbits out here somewhere. Little, little 
running around. We're in hey, New you're Zealand. Coming to us from New Hello. Zealand, right? Yeah, yeah. Hello, it's me <laughs> from New Zealand. I don't. That's not how they talk, by the way. That is uh, a very poor. In, that's a poor accent than you than you do from your house, man. So yeah, like, you yeah. got better service. Turns out, <laughs> turns out there's better service in New Zealand than there is in the United States of uh, Tennessee. Yeah. It's, it's so. in the future, so they've already fixed the problems of yesterday. Yes, so, true. Good point. I am. Good point. I am actually in the summer of 2024, guys. And yeah, let me tell yeah. you, climate change is a real thing. It's warm here. Yeah. <laughs> How's the, how's the hiking going? And the uh, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I've, we've only gotten here uh, a day, what, two days ago? So we uh, we went and saw um, the uh, did the All Blacks experience. Um, yeah. the, uh, there's a, <laughs> it's, okay, I'm from Tennessee. This is not some kind of weird thing. It's a, uh, if you don't know, it's a rugby. It's the New Zealand's uh one of their most famous rugby teams in the world is the New Zealand All Black. So uh, we went and watched the did the New Zealand All Black experience. It was cool. Uh, oh, I had yeah. a great time. So you're you're sitting on a beach right now, right, buddy? I'm actually on an island. We did a little tour this morning to uh, if, if you you've seen quick, the Microsoft you screen. Quick, uh, yeah, I did earlier. Yeah, Let's the, see. The Look, there's the there's the beach. Oh, nice. The little beach and beautiful. Then, Got the, uh, the 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 island and and uh, all the all the people. There's Quinn. There's That's not Quinn. Hanging out. Yeah. Um, but no, it's uh, it is it's it is a, it's absolutely beautiful down here. You guys should uh, you should guys come well, come check it out at some point. Yeah. Because uh, maybe I would have showed up. Yeah. Well. You never hey. know. But yeah, you're kind of you're kind of selfish. Know. No, I'm not happy with you. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> come down. Come down. Yeah. Yeah. Good oh, time. Man. Uh, oh, but uh, but it did it it did give me the material that I will be using for my honesty cap. Nice, nice. I was gonna say because oh, I just nice. uh, I'm a little, I'm a little triggered because I got flight delayed and then, uh got in at nine o'clock this morning from Charlotte, and it was like uh, mm. you know the air. Uh, well, I texted uh, you. Uh, yeah, I texted you yesterday to tell you yeah. that I might like I didn't know if like this was actually gonna work out today, and it was. Uh, for you, it was like two yeah. o'clock, three o'clock, something. It was like crazy yeah. in the morning, and you texted me right the fuck back. It wasn't even yeah. like a little bit. But it was like immediate. I was like, "Why is he awake?" <laughs> More shenanigans. Yeah. You know, I know he drinks too much to stay awake this late. He should be passed out by now. Like, this dude has got this dude has got that insomnia PTSD part yeah. thing going on. Like, uh, like I just yeah. don't sleep anymore, boss. I'm sure, I haven't I'm slept sure in five days. Trip. But I'll save it. For, I'll save it for next week for the Book of Earl. But yeah, just, just so everybody watching, knowing it's coming, it's through the airports. You see the worst people on the earth. In the airport. <laughs> don't, the don't, 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 people. Please stop. Please stop already. You're already yeah. digging in. I'm You're digging, digging in. You are. Walmart's kind of like what Stephen said about the bus station. There's just weird people there. <laughs> Right, like, there are weird people there, but those people know that they're weird and don't feel yeah, entitled. Like that whole page, <laughs> like the minute, like the people of Walmart, yeah. they take all the pictures and like. Yes. Oh, the man, uh, the people. Wife, it, it, my wife, what are you doing at my Walmart? Like. Yeah. 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 Gonna, get, gonna get eggs. Yeah, at least at least the people in Walmart like know that they're in Walmart, and so they're like. They're like you know, it's like be it's like the people of CC's Pizza. They know they're yeah. in CC's, oh, man. so Listen, it's yeah. kind of controlled. You know what I mean? The people, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The people you're, uh, like on the you're airplanes. Not a, and you're airport, not bringing a cold corral attitude to a Longhorse Steakhouse, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, come, come, coming up here with your coming up here with your filet mignon fucking appetite and your bologna budget. Talking about <laughs> yeah, filet mignon appetite on a bologna budget. <laughs> Yeah, that's a shirt, Dave. Let's make that. That's a shirt. I got it. I got it. Got a oh, shit, yeah. an appetite yeah. with a baloney budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah, let's get it kickstarted. Yesterday, um, I stumbled across um, a uh, documentary. And I'm actually gonna watch the whole thing. You guys tracking that um, team in Australia that's apparently looking for like a sea monster? Like scientists are involved and stuff to try to figure out what the fuck's going on. Um, and Nick, go ahead and play the video, and then I guess we'll video talk. now. Let's see if I can do it because our you want to pop, pop, pop over up close. Can pop over and ask him what's up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
Jack was found bitten in half in March 2019 by a local fisherman in Australia as he hauled it into his boat. The only thing left was the severed head. The rest of the shark's body had been devoured by an even larger and unknown ocean predator. But what can tear through one of the fastest sharks in the ocean? Mako sharks are the ocean speed demons. They're built for speed. This means that something not only twice its size but also twice its speed has gotten to this shark. What kind of mega predator could have caused such a bite on a huge shark? What animal can be so large and so ferocious that it ripped this shark to shreds? Is it possible that this violent encounter was the work of a real-life sea monster? This may sound crazy, but the surprising truth is that this isn't the first attack that has been recorded off the coast of Australia. Scientists have been actively searching for an elusive and monstrous predator in these waters since 2003. Back in 2003, Australia's scientists attached a tracker to a shark named Alpha, which was about nine feet long. About two months later, the tag showed up on shore, leaving researchers confused. They studied the data collected from it and found that around midnight on Christmas Eve, the shark had been swimming normally, then suddenly changed course. It started plunging deeper into the ocean, being chased down the continental shelf edge and down to a depth of around 1,900 feet. After hitting this depth, the temperature went from 46 degrees to 78 degrees Fahrenheit. Scientists were a bit confused because, regardless of where the tag went, that temperature stayed relatively constant, indicating it was inside the stomach of something. What could that have been? No one knows for sure, but the proportions it must have to eat a great white shark are colossal. It's alarming to think there may be a giant sea monster lurking in the deep that can swallow a great white shark whole. Some scientists claim that even more evidence of this fearsome sea creature lies in the strange behavior of marine life off the coast of Australia. In 2023, several pilot whales beached themselves on the shores of Western Australia. These whales were huddled together unusually. Many people helped the whales get back into the water, but they ended up turning right back around to beach themselves. So yeah, so the video goes a little bit longer and the whales, they, they were helping them get into the water and then they were beaching themselves again. And then, you know, the research talks about like whales do attack sharks. Okay, that is a proven thing. Like whales will hunt sharks and fuck around with them, but they won't bite their fucking heads off. And then there's a video too. I couldn't find it yesterday where a whale was actually like bitten, like the head was bitten off. Like what kind of monster, you know, what kind of creature can do that? So my take 100% sea monster, right? Like we've explored more of space than we have of the ocean. So I think that it probably is something down there that we are unaware of in the depths of the ocean. And um, Buddy's laughing already. I figured Buddy would be on my side on this one. But uh, it's not, it's, it's it's not Dave, but... Dave, I promise you it's not that I'm not on your side. It's not that I don't I, – I, I, I didn't think, well, you know, we have only explored like a little bit of the ocean. It's that yeah. you said so matter-of-factly. My take it – Sea monster, 100% has 100%. to be, could be anything else. It's a yeah. giant, it's a megla crocodile that is uh, yeah. eating all these. Yeah. It's just eating the face. Our our fucking sharks' heads are falling off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and then the fact whales are whales are swimming time, in pods and circles. Beaching themselves. They're like, like wait, we got day, we got right? two choices. Like the whales are having like a like a talk in Australia, and they're like, hey, mate, yeah. We got two choices. We can either get our faces bit off, or we can just go lay on the beach, die a long, slow, agonizing death on the beach from the yeah, sun, yeah. beating down on us. Maybe the humans will come and spray some water, right? Yeah. That's real British. It's yeah. not as Australian as I would like, but anyway, yeah. it is. It's, it's the. It's the accent yeah. I have. All right, guys. Yeah. That's what I got. I deal with what I can deal with. Nobody's judging you yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. Oh, so trust me. Right. There are people around me right now that can hear me. Hundred yeah. percent judging. Hundred percent. No judging. <laughs> yeah. A thousand percent fucking judging. They're like, yeah. you sound like oh. my uh, my fiance keeps. She's British. 
heritage, whatever. She sounds like a Brit. She's like, you sound like Oliver Twist. I was like, because that's what you fucking people sound like to us. That's why you enraged us in 1776 and we beat you up and threw your through your fucking tea in the tea river. in the water, yeah. Well, they're, they're supposed to be like drunk British, right? So you got to slow it yeah. down, have a bit, bit more of a draw behind it, and like, this no right. knife, you know? <laughs> <It's> all, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> this is a knife. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll just slow nice it down. Nice little Crocodile Dundee reference. All nice. Of, uh, yeah. yeah. We got Steve, anyway, Steve, sorry, what's, sorry, what's Dave. Your what's your takes? You're good. What's your take, Steve? Is it some is it some like crazy fucking creature down there that's doing that, or do you have an explanation on what bit the this shark's is, head off? This is just normal ocean bullshit, man. You probably had a whole bunch of mm-hmm. fish up there eating that shark for days, you know. Then they're like, oh, his like his little tracker mysteriously like somehow came off. Well, I mean that's easy. People fuck up all the time. Somebody like probably stabbed it with the tracker, didn't put it on right, and then you know it comes loose. <laughs> it's just a million things that. You know, they yeah, make but what about the temperature? Of- like it was supposed, it's supposed to get colder when they're down there. And then, Wait, here's like, the here's the question I have for you, Dave. Didn't, the temperature didn't. Go ahead, buddy. Wait, didn't that happen in the Atlantic Ocean also? One time? Haven't I heard that same exact story almost exactly? I, yes, exactly. but like in the Atlantic. Atlantic. Yeah. So, buddy, it's happening all across the world, but in Australia mainly. This is where like there's a documentary. I think it's on Netflix where there's scientists like looking for it specifically in australia because the whales are acting really weird there due to whatever you know um i I mean i think it's definitely probably a creature that's doing this i don't know the shark like i think something bit that motherfucker's head off dude like for real and then what got me is a tracker how to explain how the temperature changed right the tracker went all the way down (laughs) yeah 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 i mean maybe Uh, maybe somebody just ate the tracker right maybe something you know an octopus grab yeah no, like, I'm, I'm more along the I lines of like, you know, electronics and technology fucks up all the time. So who knows? So, so definitely no crazy sea creature. Shark got eaten it, or died hey, and then was we, eaten by other fish. As soon as we see it, I'll be like, hell yeah, that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> all right. Fair enough take. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Buddy, let's go. I think happy medium. I think it's, it's not a sea monster. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not like, yeah, like well, it's Nessie. Yeah, we're you know already, what I mean? It's not Nessie. We're it's labeling more like, this thing a monster. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it is probably some, some, some species of animal that we have yeah. not yet seen that just happens to be like, damn, Jaws, I got you, bro. Like, yeah. I'm coming. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not some crazy, like, Asian creature. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> like, but in fact, if this, they, if this sea monster, if, squid, you know, yeah, if if this sea monster thing. saw the news and was like, "Oh my God, they're looking for a sea monster," he'd be like, "There's a fucking sea monster down here." Yeah. <laughs> it was just me and they my boy. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, oh fuck, so, they're looking for me. Oh shit. So, buddy, no you're idea. definitely, you're definitely, uh, you'll definitely take it maybe to something that obviously we haven't, you know, explored, identified yet. And it's yeah, a creature I'm, down there that. Look, look, look there. Every time. Like the the last thing that little submarine saw before the Titanic was probably some new creature. Because every time something goes below like two thousand feet in the water, they're like, "We found this new creature!" Like every single time, they bump into like five new species of shrimp. So, yeah, yeah. (laughs) is there probably in a jump? Like they're always they're always finding new insects and bugs and fucking animals and shit. Is is there probably something? People have never seen the outside world. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, one hundred percent. I go. I down with it. That river monster guy. Because every time yeah. he goes <laughs> one of these things, he finds it. Like, he finds something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, and, 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 and he had a British accent. <laughs> yeah. It's the last. It's always yeah. the last it's thing all... he catches too. Like yeah. he finally hooks into it. Yeah. But he's catching like Rick. Oh, hey, oh, I think I've got it. Oh, it's just a striped bass. My bad. It's just a regular, fucking carp. I caught a carp. Yeah. The medium size. Yeah, I would. I would go. I would go that it is. It is most definitely. There's probably something in the ocean that we haven't found, because because there's a lot of stuff in the ocean we haven't seen. Um, Right. But something obviously massive enough to bite off a shark's head. I mean, that's pretty big. Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, so in the army, I was a diver, and you know what we learned as divers? Everything in the ocean will fucking kill you. 
don't touch anything in the ocean. Everything I try in the to ocean explain this to people all the will time. Fucking kill you. Here's the other thing. You're on you land. You're a you're an apex predator on the land. Like you are the shit here. Like you're woohoo. Minute you step into the water. The second you step, you're like you're not anymore. Like now you are. Yeah. You're not even. That we know you're about. Not, like, yeah, like you're not even like fast. Like people are like, "Well, what should you do if a shark comes at you? Swim away." What, what are you talking about? They swim at like fifty miles an hour. You're done. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I don't. I just. How well do you yeah, dodge traffic? It's, yeah, it's probably true. Um, but at the end of the day, don't don't swim in the deep part of the ocean. Like here's the thing: if you're a human and you're staying within you know, where it's only 10 feet deep, you're probably fine because a giant sea monster is not going to come get you. Now, if there's a huge Sharknado, you might be fucked because it'll pick it up and drop <laughs> it in the middle of the city. We all know. I mean, I've seen it a thousand times, but yeah. other than that, no, I think we're good. Yeah, uh, yeah it's real. That one in it's the real. Atlantic, that oil rig that, or whatever was on fire. And I, you, you got, I did a conspiracy on that one too, where they were actually talking about that it was a sea monster that they were like, Trying to kill the sea monster like, had a bit. The yeah, sea monster dude. lit that motherfucker on fire. Dude, no, what are we talking like, about? They were like apparently like trying to like shoot it or some shit like that or like fucking no. shoot. I don't know, man. Why? Why? Tied into this Why well. would you? Here's what I don't Atlantic. understand. Why do we feel like we have I'm to not do saying anything? I believe it. Like, yeah. Fucking don't don't right. mess with the sea monsters if there are sea monsters yeah. don't fuck with them let's just and, make and, that and a rule again, can we can we stop labeling them monsters buddy i think we talked about this <laughs> i think we did yeah. hey yeah. you know what oh, yeah, dave tricked me he tricked me oh, yeah. he, he said sea monster again so always I always a part monster. of the range brief right don't mess with the wild white def- yeah. yeah white double yeah. white double that's how they know you it's not my fault dave keeps calling them <laughs> the fucking sea monsters but yeah i just don't <laughs> leave leave yeah. the sea creatures alone until the sea yeah, creatures yeah. do like they see, they see them come on or they, they come on they? land they they they, they got zero yeah. and come on they come Godzilla, on land and start yeah. like messing with our stuff leave them alone just leave them alone that's yeah. what i say <laughs> good good call buddy good call noted nick nick what's yeah. your uh what's your you take know, I, on this i think we do have to start a movement that you know shows more respect to the sea creatures because we don't know what they want to be called so it's like, see they, see them. Like, let's not, you know, we don't want to trigger these things because we they take down oil rigs, right? They bite sharks' heads off. They bite off sharks' heads off. Yeah, probably yeah. not the one right. we want so to trigger, right? So we should yeah. probably be nice to them, all right? And, you know, maybe <laughs> communicate with them, you know, and find out maybe with sonar. I'm sure there's a submarine that can do it. Like send out a couple things that, you know, that uh, um, Morse code they or them and see if they respond to it. But um, you know, that's just things that we can we can really target. But I I don't I don't think it's a giant sea sea creature. Oh. Right, I just, no, I just uh, oh we got Jeremy Daniels present. What's up, buddy? Um, but you know, like how do we know that these mako sharks weren't like mating, right? And then all of a sudden, a bigger shark. I don't know how. How do you think Mako sharks mate at this point? I'm just saying, maybe they were maybe they were busy, right? And they were kind of in the water, kind of messing around, right? And and then all of a sudden, this bigger shark's like, ha you know, like it's possible, mm. right? Like, it, how do we know the Mako yeah. wasn't wounded? How do we know it wasn't like you know, like Stephen said, getting eaten by things for days? Now, mm. what I I do think that the sensor was in a stomach. All right, that's why the temperature went up. But yep. again, that's a pretty big leap to say the whole fucking animal was in the stomach, right? Because go right, out, go, right. you have a dog. Buddy's got dogs. Steven, you got dogs? Oh, yeah. You got eggs? All right. You just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you just go throw something on the floor and one of them fucking dogs is going to try to eat, right? Yep. So imagine you're just this see they or see them, right? And you're, and you're going through. <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's this shiny thing in the water with a little beacon on it, right? Like, never Take a bite of that thing. See what it's like. You never know what it is, right? And then yeah, it's like Jaws, man. They they open up the tiger shark. And it's got a freaking tire in there. It's got you know yeah. license plate, all that kind yeah. of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you never know what it was eating. So yeah, I, I don't want to take up too much of uh, Buddy's time with his honesty cap because I'm looking forward to it. 
But um, yeah, definitely. That it's not a sea. It's not a sea creature of size. I, I think it's okay. a sea they until we find out if it's a them. <laughs> it. See it. Good, good yeah. take. Good take. Noted. <laughs> Noted. All right, You're buddy. A monster, it's Nick. your You're turn. A I feel I feel like uh, the the monster thing. Also, maybe that's why maybe that's why this thing is out biting things because it's just swimming around. It hears that everybody's calling it a monster. He's like, I'm yeah. not a monster. I'm just a fun guy. I'm just yeah. a oh, big yeah. guy. I'm a fun big guy. I know I'm sad, so I'm gonna eat that shark. I'm just like he's just Man, lashing out just, because of just like humans when they get depressed, point. a lot of them eat. Right, like yeah. Like, so, uh, so funny. The, the 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 fact that you were talking about the they them thing. Um, I was just on. Uh, we were just on a boat, and uh, they were uh, they were like uh, doing their little safety brief or whatever for the boat. And they were like, uh, you know, we've got these life jackets and there's these life rings just in case we have a man overboard. And I was like, oh, well, women are messed up. They're not going to get any help at all now, are they? You can't even. Hey, what if they don't even? What if they're non-binary? Then do we? What do we yell? Like, uh, how are we gonna? How are we gonna save these people? Like, they'll be drowned by the time anybody figures it out, just because they don't know. They, they, they fell overboard. I think. Like, how many were there? Just one. Just one, or did they fall overboard? It was just. It's just one, but they fell overboard. How many? Just. One, it's like uh, who's on first base, but like a more lethal, a more lethal ocean version of who, who's on first base. Seen, or seen from airplane. <laughs> yeah. Um, me surely. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, so my honesty cap is, uh, is, is definitely this trip and airport related. All right. So, uh, uh, the the flight from Dallas Fort Worth to Auckland, New Zealand is so long that there are legitimately different people on the plane when you get there. It's forever. It's like 15 hours. Like babies could be born in that time. You can have a whole different set of people that weren't even manifested on the plane by the time you, you took off. Uh, that being said, I tell you a little story. I, get, I go to get on the plane. Some lady has has stolen my seat with her with her. She hijacked my seat. I can't say that on the plane because then I won't be able to get on the plane. But she hijacked my seat with her child, and uh, so I felt bad. And I was like, "Yo, where's your kid sitting? I'll just sit there." Where there's this this old dude who's taking over my seat. His seat. He's he's so big that like the little thing won't come over. So I gotta sit behind it. And I'm not small, but I I'm not a small dude, but I fit in my own seat. Here's my honesty cap. I know that it hurts people's feelings, but if your fat ass takes over, if you manifest destiny a quarter of my seat, I should either, you should have to pay me a quarter of the price of my ticket, or you should have to pay for both of those tickets. Like You should have to pay for both those seats. It's ridiculous. Then they sat their seat back, and the two big giant people behind them were upset because when they sat their seat back is this the normal function of the seat and they brought food around they were like well i can't eat first two things one you don't need to eat you you're to good eat. you're good you can do a little fasting we'll be all right you'll be we're not gonna die you got 15 hours you're good like we don't you are fine you are not gonna starve to death number two did she the lady, yeah. if first of all, let me paint you this picture. You're not going to need the picture once I start telling you what she was saying. But we're talking the dyed red, short hair, large, like just, well, if I can't eat and then I can't take my medication, then we'll have a real problem. Okay, first of all, if you have to take life-saving saving medication and you have to eat with it and you can't figure out how to get a couple bites of uh, – of airplane mashed potatoes and chicken in your face. <laughs> Good. We'll open up the back door and toss your corpse out somewhere over the middle of the Pacific, and then we'll huh. feed Dave's sea monster. Sea Sorry, sea hey. creature yeah. who identifies. They will feed them with oh, with your man. corpse. That's what we'll do. But other than that, 
like we're still live. Yeah, and she's like, she's like, she's like, I can't put, I can't put the tray down because my it won't fit straight. It's not gonna fit straight anyway because your big ass gut is right there, literally so big that the tray would have been folded up on her belly anyway. Eat like you eat at home on your Dixie plate, <laughs> slopping your food into your face. I've seen my six hundred pound life. I know what you're doing. Do that, just do that. But shut up. Stop talking. I think that there should be, you should be able to vote people on an airplane off of the island at 37,000 feet. Bye. You got to go. You have, you have talked too much. Everyone you got to sign you. a waiver when you're over 290 pounds that it might happen to you. Like if hey, you get on an airplane and you don't buy two seats, you could get if, voted off the island. If if we're in international waters, it's Lord of the Flies time. Like we just we knock on the cabin door, say, "Hey, Captain, we're about to have a vote." We vote them on. We vote them off. We'll let them make their case if they can get to the if they can get up to the microphone. Then they can make their case. If not, and then by the way, when he's walk here, he or she or they is walking up to the microphone. They're hitting everybody in the back of the head because uh, they're large, yeah. trying to get through the yeah, yeah, yeah. sideways. You know, yeah. so you just lost like twenty votes right there. Hundred like, <laughs> yeah. percent. you're not. You are not buying. You're not. It, yeah, it's not working out well. I think that's probably what happened on that Alaska Airlines flight. Yeah, they voted yeah. them off. Boop. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want. Then they couldn't get up. They couldn't get to the back doors. So they just opened up the door right beside them. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So honesty cap. Honesty cap. Airlines, if you're listening. <laughs> What's up, Monica? People right have the to, right time. Look, look, look here. Spirit Airlines, you got to put your bag in the little thing. If it doesn't fit, you got to pay. They need to put people in little slots. If you don't fit, you got to pay extra, dog. That's that. That's just it. Like you just got to play. And, and then some guy was like, you know, they ought to take about 100 seats off of these planes so that people are comfortable. You're not willing to pay that extra amount? I'm not willing to pay that extra amount. I'm not paying $3,000 for a plane ticket. No, no. The seats are fine. What's, it's not the seats. It's the fact that this motherfucker weighs 500 pounds and thinks that he's going to take a 230-pound a seat. You weigh 500 pounds. Come on. Ain't happening. Not a thing. Yeah. That's the best one. It's like, here, can I get a seatbelt extender? It's like, please do not be in the same fucking row as me. It's just, yeah. like, mm -hmm. You're yeah. following him like roulette. You're starting yeah. to sweat. And you're like, oh. Oh, is there something? Yeah. What size is this seatbelt extender? I need another one. This is too. Yeah. This isn't. What are you guys? You guys are. It's uh, you're, you're oppressing me. You're oppressing me. I don't like it. I yeah. feel offended. It's the, yeah. the twelve seatbelt extenders I have. The fucking. It's just. Yep. Out of the back of the plane. And then, off and the then boat. they get up and the toilet's broken. And, you know, and it's like now nobody on the plane for the next twelve hours can use the, the laboratory. They can't even use the toilet. Yeah. You can't even use it. The toilet's not the right size. Yeah. Could you imagine trying to get your everything aligned so that? Yeah. Man, I feel bad for that toilet. That is. Could you? That's. <laughs> they open the door, the toilet's just like, fuck. <laughs> hey, Steven, I think we need to illustrate this somehow. I think one of the next, one of your, oh, next, good. One of your yeah. next comics has got to be the, the getting boarded off the island or you know what it could be? It could be like, uh, was that Disney movie or Pixar or whatever where they had the, the airplanes that talked or whatever? It just mm -hmm. be, but right. everything inside the everything inside the airplane also yeah. talks. Like the chairs, it's like the yeah. chairs are doing the thing that people do when they're like on Southwest and they're watching everybody come through, and they're like, "Is he gonna sit by me?" Like, I don't know. they're gonna, Dude, she can sit by me. Like, you wanna sit here? They look all creepy, and they're like, they keep going. You're like, fuck, I better not set up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm oh, gonna, yeah so not that I would do that. I didn't. I yeah. never did that. But I'm just saying. So. Everybody watching on the interweb right now, what Buddy just did was fat shame people. Right? And there's a there, there's a there's there's a big movement against fat shaming. So if you I'm go out, it should be you should be able to fat shame people. Right. You well, so able to slut you're, shame you're, people. It's called wait, so social behavior. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I, you know, I I I'm on BTT's big girl page. I I follow a lot of pages that you know are you know proponents of not liking fat shaming or not liking slut shaming. Just so that I control the shit out of them, right? Like, it, like, 
And again, they, they literally how fat shaming came up like two days ago on one of the women's rights activist pages. Like, oh, Scarlett Johansson is speaking out against fat shaming, right? Like, oh, how brave of her. And I'm like, first of all, and I'm like, not at all fat. She's so not that's, fat, right? You all know? right. And, and if she does, guess guess who will shame her? Hollywood. Okay. She won't get a fucking yeah. job. Okay. Like she she won't be in a movie. So what what I what I you know just that little typing terrorist on there. I'm just like well, you know the good thing about you not liking fat shaming is nature will fat shame the shit out of people. <laughs> right. Like you're gonna die earlier. You're not gonna be happy. You know you're like yeah. you can't get on a fucking plane. Right. Like, so all the things, like you said, normal social behavior has accepted. Right. You can't expect me to accept your fatness on an airplane. Right. Like, well, I don't, no, I don't have to participate I'm not the in your, guy in your... either, just like you, you know, but it's like, yeah. no. Well, that's the thing. None, none of us have to participate. Like, I don't have to participate in your fantasy. Like, in your fantasy world, if being 800 pounds makes you healthy, okay. I, you are allowed to think that all you want, and you're allowed to deal with the consequences of that all you want. But I don't have to participate in that and be like, "Oh, well, yeah." Like, oh, my my uh, my my daughter at one point used the slut shaming thing. Like, don't slut shame me, Dad. And I was like, I can legitimately see the outline of your vagina in those pants. I'm not slut shaming you. Like that Everyone is Everyone else is though. That is the reality <laughs> of the situation. Nobody wants to see what you got going on. Like that's and, not a thing. And then you'll yell at the guy for staring at you. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but the, you literally, yeah, you you're literally have to, the one thing that the reason why he's on this planet, you're showing yeah, it to him. Yeah, right. Like, you're allowed to do whatever you want, <laughs> but and then and then I have to deal with the consequences of you, like walking around like a, a like you want me to like fight this guy for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, I'm good. I'm gonna nip that in the bud by telling you to put some clothes on. <laughs> can't believe you slut shame me. I can't believe that you put slut and shame in the same sentence and they're supposed to not mean a bad thing. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Now there's there's something magical that happens, you know, in the uh, like customer service and the hospitality like industries. People just automatically become different human beings as soon as somebody is supposed to service you in any way. You know, whether it's getting your bagel at freaking McDonald's or you know it's a flight attendant, all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, you're supposed to make me as, as comfortable as possible, and you're supposed to like you know cater to my every whim when. Like we're, we're all people, we all, you know, do our things. We all have our own idiosyncrasies and how we all go around, you know, shit. But now all of a sudden, because somebody's just doing something small for you, they're supposed to like act like, you know, Alfred or some butler and make, you know, yeah. Disneyland happen for you. It's like, Jesus Christ, man, everybody's on this plane. Everybody's sucking. Just shut the fuck up. Get in your seat. If you can't put your shit there, put it under your. Or your two seats because you're six hundred yeah. pounds. And you didn't yeah. pass the buddy inspection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, figure it. Just figure it out. Like, think, like, like, what am I supposed to do? I have to eat to take my medicine, or I'll die. Well, I would figure like, out how to why, eat. Why are you like, here? Like, why, why then are I would. Here? Yeah, if, if you're on, if if you have to maintain your six hundred pound figure in order to live. <laughs> oh man! Oh oh, Monica! Monica coming in from right field, saying it's far easier to be a good person than not. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you on that yeah. one. Like, That's not true. I it's, I have it's to far, try. It's far easier. Nice some people. Like, yeah. I'm going to be commenting on. Is she on YouTube? Yeah. Uh, no, I probably on like Big Girls page or something like that. No. But um. You know, or, Here's or, the or, thing. Or, or the works, pimp, but it's the like, pimp hand is very strong. No, genuinely, God, 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 genuinely, oh, we have to we have to meditate and to be nice to people, right? We gotta like, read scripture books, pick a religion. We gotta read that to be like, hey, you should be nice to people, yeah. right? It's like no. I, <laughs> It's a yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's it's and in, in, in what what some people call being nice is also being dishonest. You know what I mean? Like, well, do you want me to be? Do you want me to? Do you want me to be honest with you, or do you want me to tell you what I think? Like, because those I'm are two different things. I'm fat shaming you, and I'm telling you that I'm worried about your weight, right? Like, yeah. But like, I'm worried about the way you look in public because you're wearing a tube top in the summertime and you're 340 pounds. 
I should be able not to even wear that. a tube top and I'm brave. No, you're right. You should be able to, yeah. but it's fucking disgusting. Right? Don't, like, don't, don't slut shame my seven-year-old who their, my, their mother dressed them up like they were getting ready to go out and make money on the side of the, like, the corner. You know what I mean? Like, oh, don't slut shame my kid. Don't dress your kid up like the, she is the, 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 the freaking product of some kind of freaking like sexual experience. Like, like, what are you doing? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, I'm not slut shaming her. I'm parent shaming you because you're a fucking idiot. Like, what are you doing? Well, thanks for proving my point, Monica. She said my kid works at Trader Joe's and wants to throw punch rude customers on a daily basis because that would be the natural thing to do. Right. But he has, he has to be disciplined to not do it. The like, absolute <laughs> worst job I ever had was as a, a primary care technician in a hospital while I was going through my EMT training. And yeah, it, you'll talk to people, you'll see somebody downstairs, you know, waiting to go upstairs to the main floor before they get a bed and all this kind of stuff. They're a great person. They're all like, you know, talking to you cordially and respectfully. And it's like, as soon as they get in that bed, they're like ringing the bell, like, hey, hey, get over here. I need you to do this. And Hey, I can't do this. If you don't like, you're like, Whoa, what happened? Like we're two different people now. I'm First telling of you, all, your the, Medicare the, hasn't been approved yet. So careful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the problem, <laughs> the problem is, is that people have become basically too nice. Like they, probably a, like a hundred years ago, the reason that people were more cordial just out of like, naturally cordial and didn't say because there was always the threat of some violence people were people were awfully polite to like Wyatt Earp because there was always a chance he might pistol whip you or shoot you you know what I mean like yes we need to get back to a place where there's a underlying threat of some type of violence you know what I mean like where if you say just whatever comes out of your face you know what I mean? There's, like it's like even in the army. Back when we were in the army, the reason, like part of the reason you didn't say what just popped into your head was because you were a certain rank or whatever. Yeah. But You're if it was here. like, Fuck if up. there were, if there was a specialist talking to you, and you were like a private or even a specialist, I don't know why I'm thumbs upping myself. It's That's a great awesome. idea. Thank anyway, like, who, who just, if you were a specialist, my shit just does weird. I don't know why. Anyway, if yeah. uh, if you're a specialist talking to a private or even a couple specialists talking to each other, you watch what you said because there was a chance that it wasn't going to be like some counseling statement. It's you were going to go out. <laughs> Like we were gonna, we we're gonna beat the living shit out. Of them. Like they might punch yeah, you in the mouth. Sure. Well, I mean, and, you know, I mean, what, my, what, my first squad leader, yeah, for sure. And, my first squad and you know what? Army, he had the whole he, spill. He was, he took his rank off first day. He's like, "This is my counseling to you guys." He took his E6 off, and he's like, "If any of you have a problem, we're gonna go behind that shit. And if you can beat the ever loving shit out of me, then you're right. If you can't, yeah. then shut the fuck up." And listen to here's what the, I say. Here's the problem with that is when you get that giant private. Does get beat, then when you fun. get when you get that huge, like used to yes. be an MMA the fighter private, change. and you're we're like, all right, look, guys, change. what yeah. we're gonna do is we're gonna talk. We're, we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna really yeah. gonna yeah. I'm gonna we're be we're your leader paper. and your friend. Yeah. You guys can go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be your leader and I'm gonna be your friend. Like yeah, we're we're really gonna yeah, discuss. We're not gonna. Get, violence never solved anything other than in war, guys. So, well, you know, with everybody except for everybody. Stop when, yeah. When Redding with and everybody I except for Private Johnson. Platoon Sergeant shouldn't be fighting in front of the platoons. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. you. Like, let's go. Yeah, I balled up. I balled up Redding's ass. Yeah. Uh, you doing that fuck off man that's what he needed Shut up, i mean the, the, the most effective <laughs> yeah. thing i ever said as a sergeant was you know i had a kid and he just wouldn't listen i was like you know you need to stop and do what you're told and he's like nah sergeant i'll take the article 15 and i was like fuck no i'll take the article 15 and then like he's like oh shit okay okay fine i'll go do what i'm supposed yeah. to 
Well, the, the, the funny let's thing get, is let's, that, uh, let's, yeah, get let's, buddy, let's get up. Let's buddy, get, buddy, let's get to the guests so that you get back to your hey, vacation. Yeah. I've I, I only I've only got about another ten tell. minutes before I have to be on a boat. So well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I we can, made I this whole show about you, buddy. You're, you're getting yeah, the heat wait, right wait. now. You're getting the heat right now yeah. from the fam on the vacation. No, actually, somebody from Grump. Way to steal all the show from the guest, buddy. Very, very nice of you. Yeah, real, real selfish of you. All right, maybe we should just get a second plane seat. All right, but um. <laughs> that, that, See, like that's somebody, how this somebody, works. Yeah, now I've been I, shamed. Yeah, somebody at Grunt Work said, "What's up, Grunts?" And uh, you know, I'm at, I I replied, "Hey, actually, we have four Grunts on the show today. So uh, super excited about that. We got Stephen uh, from the Tales of Nihilism, which you know I didn't understand what you would do calling yourself a nihilist. And well, do you care if anybody likes what you do? Because, uh, like, the Big Lebowski, you know, you're a fucking nihilist, dude. You don't care about anything. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? So, like, it's going to be interesting to see how this title plays out. But anyways, I'm going to share a link here. I'm going to share a link here in a second that shares the link to his book that he also wrote. So we can talk about that. So, Stephen, talk a little bit about the service. Talk a little bit about what you're doing now, how you got into it, and what is this Tales of Nihilism? Absolutely. So, you know, opening up... Uh... You know, airborne infantryman, 10 years in the Army, uh, deployed to Iraq in 2006. Nice. One of those nice, nice. long, long deployments, uh, complete, like, craziness, shit show. And that that's what my memoir is about. You know, we lost 12 guys in our company alone. And uh, the casualty rates in the battalion were, you know, at least triple that. So it was a pretty intense uh, deployment. And I'm, I'm just thankful that you know after going through things like that i'm still personable i still you know have that like extroverted mentality and that's part of what led me to write that book was there's a lot of guys that can't talk about those things and i feel like their stories need to be be shared you know in that experience that we went through but um you know that really leads into the the comic uh my passion which is you know drawing and art and it's a piece that i kind of like let you know let die in the army it's a piece of me that i let go of i was always the funny kid the theater art kid in school and when i just switched gears and joined the army after 9 11 you know i was on the same high that everybody else was we got to go over there and do something and you just kind of you know you've got to switch on and switch off certain parts of your your personality for those kind of things and to make it through stuff like that so once I got out after 10 years, it's it's a piece of me that I revisited and started investing back into going back, painting, drawing and all that. And the culmination over the, the decade, the last 15 years, it was like there's there's a veteran struggle. There's all these tales that we have. There's this culture that we go through. And this mentality that we have, and I wanted to channel my art into that and tell a story. And that's, you know, that's what we got, Tales of Nihilism. And it's it's kind of tongue-in-cheek because, you know, obviously we all have things that, that matter to us, but the story is a representational of almost kind of like my personal and other veteran struggles that we've gone through. Uh, and it's using that medium of comic books to tell that story. Like our first main issue, we call it the ballad of Philip Kirshner. And it's about a guy, completely normal dude who lives in a world full of superheroes and just how horrible that would be, how awful and how much it sucks. You know, you think about um, if you've ever gone through national natural disasters or, you know, just have emergencies in your life that come up that that can be something that's critical in people's lives. So then if you think we're having like superhero battles and crazy shit going on all the time, how much worse would that be? You know, if you, if you wake up and the Hulk smashed your car and now you got to pay another insurance premium, you know, to get your car uh -huh. fixed, and you're trying to get to work and you're always late because, you know, they're battling on the freeways and, you know, stopping traffic and things. It's already bad enough. So you put that in the mix and, and that's what literally always the last person picked at any game like yeah. <laughs> all the time, your entire life. It's shitty. It's real bad. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I took these kind of deals because, you know, I had very similar uh, 
uh, experiences. You know, I got out 11 Bravo. I was like, man, I just finished Iraq. I've got a purple heart. I, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I go to my first interview, which was, you know, it was just working at a boat retail store while I was trying to get my college set up. In that first interview, I'm talking to the the manager, the hiring manager, and I tell him, you know, four years active duty, honorable discharge, Purple Heart, you know, all this kind of stuff, year and a half in Iraq. And he's like, so in other words, all you're telling me is you have a high school education. Like, that's the only skill you bring to the table. And you're like, shit, man. I'm, I'm now 23 years old. I'm four yeah. years behind my entire peer group. <laughs> and I've ever told you that I could disavow you. I could disavow you. How about that? Yeah. How about, how about, how about the resume? Uh, I do yeah. have. Uh, I did. I did leave the skill so set off where, uh, where, where. If you don't, uh, if you don't hire me, you won't have any boats to sell anybody else. How about that? How about oh, that yeah. resume? I've been, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's hard to. It's hard to sell a bunch of boats with holes in the hull. That's how. Yeah. That's that's what I got. But it, it was it was that wake up call of like you know this is what this is what society is this is what American culture is and like you're not mm. in the army you're not safe anymore you know you don't have the band of brothers behind you and if you want to eat you've got to let go of your your ego you've got to freaking do a lot of hard stuff and you know I'm like all right here we go and going through that I've over the last 15 years I've done a lot of different types of work in a lot of different industries, worked in the oil field, worked in security, worked in freaking, you know, uh, hospitality, EMT, all that. And you find these same like problems everywhere when with the veteran community of all these guys who are struggling to make it in these industries and they just keep getting like passed over or you get out of the military and all your, your experience and things that should be certified, aren't certified, you know, it's, it's a struggle. So I was like, I want to take this kind of struggling tale and channel it with my art and tell this kind of story. And that's, you know, what we came up with on that. Nice. We got every day what's is a Saturday USMC saying, what's going on, y'all? And then uh, and I said, uh, nothing. Just go buy his book. Right, so 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 it is that they go look yeah, for so the a book job. and then the, the the comic is available. The 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 comic book is available as well. Or is it just like the book right now. I might have missed that portion. So yeah, so um, we've got six issues up on uh, Global Comics. If you go to Global six. Comics and do okay. uh, Tales of Nihilism, we've got that. And we the offer link is in the chat. And we offer short stories, and we do free comic strips as well, kind of like Sunday Funnies, you know, type deals. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. the the main first story, we've got uh, six issues out of that, and you can go on there. And nice. um, I think it, the first issue is always free, so you can read the first issue, and if you like it, go to the next ones. And you know, after like page ten, I think you have to do the paywall credits and all that kind of stuff. Nice. Hey, we got a lot of chatter on YouTube right now, and I know uh, you know. I have the master controls that Chris gave me, so I can see all of them. Um, I gotta smash that like button and subscribe. Help so us. So all of Help you, us. all of you watching on the Facebookish thing right now, we have it. We have a YouTube channel, so go over there, like it, subscribe to it as well. Um, and again, what we're doing here for those of you watching for the first time is promoting and helping whatever veterans are doing with whatever they're doing. Right? We don't care, and don't think that because we had, you know. John Troxell, surrender or die on the show, or we had some, you know, four-star general on here. That means we won't bring, you know, specialist Snuffy on here who's doing something else, right? Like, it does not matter. We'll also fact, talk shit to uh, four-star yeah, we'll, generals. Yeah, we also talk <laughs> yeah. shit to four-star generals. So, uh, you got to come out yeah. here and do it. We did. Um, Go watch that episode. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, like, the best piece of advice I ever got was from David Petraeus, you know. So, and I, I was out in Iraq. It's actually, the story's in the book. Uh, you know, we were out at the cop. It was the first cop that it, they ever had in Iraq. So he was going to, you know, see what we were doing. And he shows up and out of all the goddamn OPs, he has to show up to my OP, you know, and this is private Russell's, you know, at the time. Uh, I'm, I'm rocking two Article 15s. I'm feeling like the lowest I've felt at the time. And I'm just like, God well, damn. Thankfully, it was 2008. You're still in the Army. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, but and he, he got an honorable discharge. There. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. But he comes up to my OP <laughs> and he's looking around and he takes off his freaking helmet. And 
I was just trying to explain like the range cards and do stupid shit because I'm nervous. And I just happened to tell him, I was like, yeah, we get shot at like every day from that building over there. And he sticks his head outside my blast shield underneath, you know, where our, our 50 cals mounted. And it just like my mind explodes and I'm seeing like David Petraeus dies on private Russell's OP. It's his fault. You know, fuck this guy. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, so I grab him by his IBA and I like tug him back. And when I do his whole entourage, like freaks out. Cause I've touched a general and they like throw me on the floor and they're kicking the shit out of me. <laughs> just, you know, like what? Well, yeah. They're like, what is well, he got, doing? He's attacking. They got knuckle general. draggers that protect those guys. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God. But, but of all the people, and they're not that know, bright. Petraeus well, yeah. was yeah. the one. He reached his arm out and he pulls me up and he's like, "Hey, remember, it's all right. You can always check up." And I was like, "Oh shit!" And then I opened my hand and I had his coin in my hand. And <laughs> I was just like, "Jesus Christ!" I just saved yeah. your life. That was yeah, a yeah. Uh, that was yeah. a that was a uh, a buy a buy his way out of getting his own Oracle fifteen coin. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I know my guys beat you the shit out of you a little bit, but here's a coin. Uh, uh, yeah, you rub yeah. that on your bruises. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine. Give him a coin and uh, maybe like a Burger King or something out of the helicopter. I'm going to take that yeah. little piece just now and I'm going to throw it on TikTok and make that go viral. That'd be a hell of a story if you don't mind. Yeah. So, I mean, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So then talk about uh, like how did like you talk a little bit about getting into the comics? What like, what other you said? Have you honored all of your brothers and sisters, or, or just have you like have you honored all of them through a comic, or is it just a couple, or is that like the process that we're going for, or is it is it just whatever pops in your head that day we're going to make a comic about it, or is there more of like a structure to it? No, no, it's it's more of the um, the theme behind it. So it's it's nothing in specific. Like I'm not taking you know people from real life and and putting them in there. Um, I am drawing on real life experiences and things that people have told me, you know, and I've, right. I've had um, buddies that we've deployed with that, you know, of every different variety of getting out as a veteran, some, you know, getting out with less than honorable conditions, some getting out, you know, and, and they've got the world set up for them and they're still finding, you know, difficulties. And so I was like, I just want to take this, this idea, these stories and channel it into my art. And, and bring that out. And, and one of the, one of the best like compliments I got was, you know, a fellow vet who read it and he was like, yeah, you know, I, I look at this story and I can't relate to like Superman or Batman, but I can relate to your character. And I was like, that's, that's what I'm going for. Yeah. It's usually how people feel that's when they come on the trash talk hour. It's just a normal person. Amongst yeah. giants, you know? And so, uh, you know, we, we have to deal with that and, you know, swallow our pride once in a while. But, like, <laughs> Hey, I got to jump back on this boat. I got to jump right, back buddy, on enjoy, this boat, Enjoy guys. New Zealand. Hi, buddy. New Zealand. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see you yeah. guys later. Hey, it, was, it was great meeting you, Steve. We'll, uh, nice we'll to meet you. Hey, tell Quinn right. he's right 60% of the time against you. No, he's not. He's always yeah. wrong. Everybody knows that. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll talk to you guys later. All right, buddy. Later, brother. Heck yeah. Uh, all right. Well, perfect. Uh, we got rid of him. Uh, that was that was good. No, uh, yeah. Thanks for buddy for coming on and uh, doing this. And uh, and again, uh, I keep sharing it for the people watching it for the first time. It's like this. This is our therapy. You know, buddies in New Zealand mm -hmm. still wants to get probably after travel day of travel. He probably needed to bullshit with us for an hour. You know, just to, uh, you know to, to get it going again. Um, but the book. You said the yep. book's on pre-sale. Yep. Right, and that links in there too. And uh, it's a. Uh, blueyearbooks.com backslash books backslash troublemakers yeah so the title is uh troublemakers the greatest dog and pony show in iraq and troublemakers was the name of our platoon because everyone in the platoon had at least one article 15 so hey <laughs> Sound like first squad so, in our platoon. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so you already get kind of like the uh the yeah. idea of who was who was there you know <laughs> and and yeah, it, it was a complete wild, uh, crazy deployment that was just, I mean, I had guys who they were in Sadr City and they were just like, no, this isn't normal, like what we're going through. And uh, it it just embodied that, you know, total like shit show. You have guys up at the top who just aren't managing things correctly. And um, ever since then it's always been a piece of me where you know you start to see people in power you you see people in authority and you're like y'all you need to be accountable 
because that's why you're there, you know, and I've seen the worst things happen because people in those positions, you know, basically aren't, aren't doing their due diligence and just like, holy shit. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm really excited to, really excited to have you on and promote uh, these things. Cause I, I was able to check out one of the page for about, about 15 minutes on the flight. And uh, like I said, I have, I've had a pretty crazy week, so I'm going to get back into this and uh, uh, definitely get into uh, your book. We'll, we'll get that ordered. Uh, and again, so everybody go buy his book. Even if you don't like it, then give it to someone else. Right. That's Absolutely. Somebody else. Yeah. Like, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but, Friends, um, family, enemies, you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> go. So go buy his book. Go support our veteran brother, Stephen, here. And uh, you're also you've got a partner, right? You just couldn't make the show. Yeah, yeah. So uh, on my comic, uh, I work with Joseph Pittman. He's my script writer. And I do the story conceptualizing and then and the art and he refines it down into the script, you know, so we can put it in the panels and have the lettering and all that good stuff. Um, that's, that's part of the journey too, is, you know, having somebody that can hold you accountable and, and work with that, you know, it's, it's been a great way to refine that process. Uh, especially since I I'm not educated. I, you know, I didn't go out to an art school. I didn't go get formal training and stuff. I'm just a lifelong learner sitting down with pencils, paper and all that. And I taught myself how to, yeah, taught myself how to do it digitally, which was a huge learning curve. I was like, took me like a year and a half to figure that out. But yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that, uh, that's that's scary. That's even scared me in ventures in my life where once you hit that technology bump and Mm -hmm. and like, you don't have the education. It's like, yeah, a lot of people, like a lot of people just quit. They're like, you know, Like, ah, fuck it. Like, I, I'll just, I'll just keep drawing these stick figures. You know what it's like? No, nothing. So yeah, hats off to you for, uh, you know, self-teaching yourself that and doing yeah. that because again, that's a skill you probably learned some of the time as, as a grunt. You know, just make it yeah. happen, right? Yeah. And uh, so you just tell me the name of the book already, Daniel. We fucking said it like three times, and it's in the chat thread. All right, it's troublemakers. All right, so go buy it. All right, it's Blue Ear Books, troublemakers. Scroll up in the chat thread, you'll see it. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll definitely get that. So, all right, let's do the AAR before we get the the last word. Oh, I forgot to tell you on the book, um, on the book, I did the cover art, the rear art, and there's chapter art in there as well. So everything you see in there is, you know, all done by me. So nice. Perfect. Uh, but, uh, let me give you that. Let me give the AAR real quick. And then I'm just going to share the link with this guy so we can go buy the book. Um, again, I have, I guess I have the power to do that. So because I have the controls. Um, but yeah, AAR real quick, guys. You know, turns out we don't know what to call things in the sea. We don't want to be disrespectful to them. All right. So sea creature. Sea creature. Yeah, sea creature. Uh, but even then, creature could be, you know, so it could trigger something. Like, are you really a creature? Right? So, you know, like I'm a mammal. All right? Like I'm a sea mammal. All right? So let's try to be polite. Let's try to be respectful of the sea creatures. Or thems. Yeah. Sea fair, it's, fair, the sea days. Uh, so we, we we covered that. Um, Buddy is 100% about fat shaming, and I'm pretty sure most infantry guys agree with him. All right, like we we 100% fat shame people in our freaking platoons until they weren't fat anymore. We kicked them out. So that's just <laughs> yeah. what we did because it, it wasn't healthy. All right, um, yeah. so it, it, it could get your whole squad killed. Um, so we talked about that, and then we got Stephen on here, a grunt who decided to color. And uh, once he realized that just coloring wasn't going to do enough, then he had to do it on a computer. So he taught himself. Uh, and we, So we got that going for us, which is nice. But, hey, stick around after we cut the live uh, because I, I wanted to chat with you about something. And then before that also, David Gray just came on. I do want to talk about that. Uh, uh, David Gray, uh, you know, he sent me a message, you know, this week said uh, – you know, we don't allow GoFundMes on BTT Official or Veteran Trash Talk because we can't. It's a lot of bandwidth to actually verify if it's real, so we don't want to. We don't want to put that. Well, when we were on. newbies at all this, we got burned too. Yeah, we, we did remember? get burned. Yeah. You know, so it's like yeah. we we didn't want to. Uh, you know, it's hard to verify that stuff. So, however, yeah. David Gray is already a verified person, um, and he something really, really fucking awful happened to his childhood home. Uh, and uh, uh, some fi- wildfires went through and absolutely torched everything. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, David, but your dad, a Vietnam veteran living there, 
right? And the house is gone, right? Nothing, nothing left, right? So we put that fundraiser on there uh, so, so that we can help him uh, stay. So if you can, all right, again, like a church offering plate, if you can, right, right, like give, give him some money, all right? Uh, and then uh, if not, uh, again, it's a trusted and verified source. If you do ever have something like that as part of our community, don't get all triggered. Don't be a triggered fucking pansy when we tell you no the first time. All right. And even it tells you, tells you on VTT official, no promotional posts or GoFundMes. But underneath it, if you read, it says contact the admin. All right. Because it's going to automatically get denied. So contact us. Let us do some research on it. And then we'll help you out. All right. Uh, so yep. that's what it is. All right. Uh, last words from uh, Stephen. And Dave can close us out. Yeah. Um, I speaking about all that did make me uh remember that we're we're attending two conventions this year um plastic city comic-con in in near boston and veteran comic-con san francisco in november and the way that we do fund these and do our publishing the physical publishing of the book is we offer advertising in the comic so if you're a veteran small business and you want to get on that and you know purchase some advertising space uh it's a perfect place even especially veteran comic-con that's going to be veteran centric in the community and artists. So it'd be a great place to uh, promote your stuff. Awesome. Nice. Thanks, Steven. I like it. Yeah. Good stuff, brother. I appreciate everything that you're doing. I will order the book today um, you. for you Marines that are watching. I mean, get the comic it's pictures, you know, cause they can't read. So you know, a little joke. Yeah, pictures tell stories, right? Yeah, but anyway, there's blood and gore there for you. In. Yeah, today I'm wearing the uh Irish infidel shirt. We do oh, have St. Patrick's Day coming up, so you might want to go check out shop.veterantrashdoc.com. Get you an awesome tea. We got a bunch of St. Patty's Day shirts, uh, safety brief line, all that good stuff. So go check those out, support the cause. And if you tuned in late, Go to VeteranTrashTalk.com. That has the links to our YouTube, to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Thank you, everybody. We love you guys, and we'll be back next Saturday. Boom. I wish I could make that ending. This is a food warning. The UN warns of an unprecedented global hunger crisis. In fact, it's predicted by 2030 that 800 million folks will struggle to feed their families, which means two dangerous things for you. Number one, higher prices at the grocery store. Number two, less food available. And when panic strikes, it will be chaos, making it even harder to get the food your family needs to survive. That's why it's vital, more than ever, to have a survival food stockpile. Introducing the deluxe three-month survival food kit from Four Patriots. It has 688 servings of meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with delicious recipes like pancakes, mac and cheese, Aztec chili, and potato soup. They've even got spaghetti and lasagna. This isn't your typical survival food, and over 200,000 smart Americans agree. This is survival food that actually tastes good. But best of all, it's designed to last up to 25 years. You can stash it away and be confident that when a disaster strikes, you and your family will be ready. Go to fourpatriots.com slash VTT to get the deluxe three-month survival food kit and the peace of mind you deserve.